0: Hello, my name is Andrew srisawana Newcorn, and I'm an assistant professor at The Ohio State University in the United States of America. I'm happy to present my research at the annual Society of Hematology meeting 2023. Our research entails an international, multi-institutional collaboration to develop an artificial intelligence tool to differentiate between rare blood cancers particularly between myeloproliferative neoplasms, with an emphasis on two diagnoses, prefibrotic myelofibrosis and essential thrombocythemia. These diagnoses of myeloproliferative neoplasms are all related, with the common forms being polycythemia vera, essential thrombocythemia, and primary myelofibrosis. However, there's been a new disease entity that has been having more aggressive behaviors compared to essential thrombocythemia, with this disease entity newly called prefibrotic primary myelofibrosis. As you can imagine, the differentiation between prefibrotic myelofibrosis and essential thrombocythemia in current day is very challenging. As both of these diagnoses look and behave similarly at first, and pathologists have to look at clinical and laboratory abnormalities, subjective grading of fibrosis and assessment of megakaryocyte morphologies, which has been challenging in non-academic centers that don't see these myeloproliferative neoplasm patients very often. There's there's a wide range of consensus ranging between 50 and 100% for these diagnoses. And as such, there's a pressing need for better diagnostics to help differentiate these two rare blood cancers. So in our collaborative research effort, we developed an artificial intelligence tool to look at patients' bone marrow biopsies to better differentiate these two diseases with high accuracy. Artificial intelligence is a wide basket of algorithms, but at large, it's a concept where we're able to teach a computer to look at images and get better and better and better results with large amounts of images. It's essentially a game of guess and check. Say you have two pictures of a dog and a cat, and the computer algorithm makes an incorrect uh, assessment and says a picture of a beagle is actually a cat. You play this game more and more and more and more, and you're able to teach the algorithm what are the features of that image that are more similar to a dog versus more similar to a cat. This is a general explanation of how these artificial intelligence algorithms are used. And as such, we can use that in clinical practice. And then for our efforts, we're hoping that the same type of guess and check kind of game can be used to help differentiate between two diseases, similar to what I was mentioning with a dog versus a cat. Again, we developed an algorithm to differentiate between prefibrotic myelofibrosis and essential thombocythemia. To do this, we developed large patient cohorts. First, we trained our algorithm using patient images from the University of Florence in Italy. 200 patients were identified that were treated for clinical practice, 100 ET and 100 pre-PMF. I'll defer to our abstract and final presentation for the technical details of our algorithm development. But at large, our algorithms are completely open source and widely available for use even today. Our algorithm is called SlideFlow, and you can see that on Google or on GitHub. After our model was complete and we were happy with the final parameters, we validated our model on 26 patients treated at Moffitt Cancer Center in Florida, in the United States of America. Our model achieved very high performance with an area under the receiver operator curve of 0.9 in external cohorts. For reference, an area under the receiver operator curve of one is a perfect classifier, and an area under the receiver operator curve of 0.5 is really no better than a coin flip. So our model has seemingly very high performance closer to that area of one. Based off of a threshold that we defined to balance sensitivity and specificity, We achieved the model with a sensitivity of about 66%, specificity of 100%, and an accuracy of 92.3%. But it's important for us as clinicians and researchers to make sure that we understand what the algorithm is using for its predictions, as time and time again, we've understood that AI algorithms can use complete nonsense for its architectural decision-making. Using explainability techniques, we were able to highlight the visual portions of the images that the model uses for its predictions. In particular, it appears that our model uses the areas of bone marrow cellularity, as opposed to fat, cortical bone, or at worst, background artifact. This is reassuring to us as clinicians and scientists that the AI algorithm is using areas of interest that are biologically reasonable and not complete nonsense. With our high performance algorithm, we hope that in this vein, a similar type of computational tool can be used by physicians to help better diagnose these patients, particularly the community centers that don't necessarily see MPNs very often. These would help better fine tune treatment decisions for these patients and better enroll patients in clinical trials for us to develop novel therapeutics for both of these diseases. However, these architectural algorithms are really agnostic to disease or even outcome. So these disease, these algorithms are flexible for any type of disease and outcome of interest for other scientists and clinicians. We are an all physician team and it's my goal to make sure that physicians are empowered to be able to use these algorithms in their clinical practice and help better inform the better decisions that AI algorithms can answer tomorrow.